Melissa here. Great to have Melissa on on the day that uh, you hit 36 weeks. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Uh, I mean, I felt better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, baby, I think when I did the last research, baby is the size of a pineapple right now, maybe a little bit bigger. I mean, he's only like four and a half pounds, so I, I don't know. There's probably <laughs> bigger pineapples out there. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk to Melissa's husband. We've got him on the show again. Also, the tattoos that mean something to you after our conversation about Garth Brooks and where he got his tattoo and what it was. We open up the lines to you. And being a tall woman myself, I feel for the woman on the second date update who might not have, I don't know, gotten a second date if she hadn't actually called us. All right, let's get into it right now. Okay, so today, coming on in here with the national anthem, uh, Melissa and I, you know, I often come in with inspiration. Sometimes Melissa gives us the inspiration, and today... I was a little late getting into the studio because as I left the house, which I was already running late, but you leave the house, I look to the left, I look to the right, my neighbors have their trash already rolled out, and I was like, darn it. So I had to go back in, collect all the garbage in the house, and uh, and roll that out. So can we say uh, just a thank you, a big love, a big uh, uh, shout out of uh, just affection to those of you who take care of waste management? You know, you're lucky you get up early enough because... It is even worse when you walk out and you see everyone's empty trash cans and you're like, dang it. Darn it. <laughs> but I'm lucky enough in, in where I'm at, they come twice a week. Yeah. So yeah. I I don't know if that's normal because at my old house, they only came once a week. And so if you missed it, you had to wait a whole nother week. It was not fun. Yeah. Well, and especially if you have like somebody who has a birthday and they get some gifts or, or like a Christmas, you know, where you end up with, with extra stuff that or, you never Or, you know, have. a baby on the way and you constantly are getting Amazon orders every single hey, day. Yeah. There you go. All right, so if you're in waste management, thank you so much for what you do. From OB, Melissa, those of us here at K92.3, the national anthem out to you. This is K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. Also, the station trying to hook you up left and right uh, on this chilly morning. It's 62 right now. A little bit later on, we'll have your tickets to Clay Walker. And then, Melissa, starting at 11, it gets really good because you've got tickets to Zach Bryan. Mm -hmm. And then Brooks and Dunn at noon and then again at 5. Okay, good. So yesterday we had this really cool um, subject that we brought up because Garth, uh, he finally let us in on this tattoo that he made a deal with his daughter to get a tattoo, finally got the tattoo. We finally got a little bit of a taste as to what it looks like. And listen to the span of coverage the tattoo covers. Left chest, left back sleeve. And the design is all about just ivy because my mom was a green thumb. My oldest daughter's a green thumb. And it has the dates in my life of the people that have made me want to live this life. So I never understood it. But having your three girls by your side the rest of your life. It's like, you know they're going to be there anyway, but it is pretty cool to have it in ink, so it's neat. Okay, so there, he got the girls done in like ivy, like a garden pattern on his uh, shoulder, front chest, the back. And so that opened us up to like, okay, so so what kind of tattoos do you have here personally in the studio between Melissa and myself? What do we have that's personally, uh, you know, meaningful to us? We opened it up to to the lines. But first, Melissa, your tattoo. Yeah, I mean, I have uh, my brother wrote me a letter on my wedding day and he passed away that same year. So I took um, a line from the letter and had them photocopy it and then tattoo it on. So it says, I'll always be with you. And then um, also have my mom's handwriting for the city that she like it's it's the um the area code so like for a phone number because there's multiple cities in Kentucky that you know my family is from but the area code's the same zip code's different so i had her write the area code and then i got that pretty cool pretty yeah. cool yeah okay so and my personal ones you know i've got a shield on a knight 
on my left arm that has my mom's initial dad, brother. And then on my right arm, I've got uh, something that represents the, the, the family. So we wanted to open it up and the lines blew up. So let's get to some of those right now. Hey. Good morning, Obi. Hey. All right. So, so we're talking about tattoos because Garth just got one that meant a lot to him. Uh, so what's your name? Where are you from? I'm Amber and I'm in Port Orange. Okay. Let's talk about your ink. So I have a watercolor tattoo on my arm. My sister passed away a few years ago, and she always said, suck it up, buttercup. So I have buttercups on my arm, and then I have two lilacs for my grandparents because we had lilac trees in their yard when I was growing up. Oh, so that's it's all cool. watercolor, no black, and it's beautiful. That's cool. Yeah, I, I love that, uh, the buttercup, because you, yes. you, you essentially put on your skin a saying that forever will always get you to, to, to muster up. Correct. I like that. Awesome. Thank well, you. You cool. guys have a great day. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Thanks. K923. All right, what's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Brooke. I'm from Seville. Okay, okay. Brooke, we're, we're talking about the tattoos. Do you have any tattoos that, that stand out? I have nine tattoos, and every single one has a special meaning to me. I love I lo- it. Yeah, I love that. All right, give me, like, your favorite one. Um, My favorite one is probably the most recent one I did. It's on my um left chest. And it's um, all of my sons and mine and my husband's birth flowers. Birth flowers, okay. Yeah, because I refuse to put my husband's name on my body. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's kind of where it's I was bad like, juju. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is bad juju. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank so, you for sharing so that. My three boys and all that. Yep. All right, thank you again. Yep, have a good one. K923, good morning. Are you guys taking calls about tattoos? We yes, are. We are. Yeah, okay. So so oh, what are yours cool. and what do they what do they mean? Well, all three of my um, family members, my husband, my son, and my daughter, all have pretty cool tattoos. My husband has like a timepiece on his arm that has the big hand is pointed to the one for our older son who was born in January. The little hand is pointed toward the 11 because my daughter was born in November. Wow. Wow. I love that. Yeah. And then my son has a tattoo on his chest that says Papa in angel wings. For my stepdad that passed away right before he graduated high school. Oh wow! So yeah, yeah and he came to us and he said, he no. said, "Mom, Dad, can you guys? I want this tattoo." So we took him and got it. Oh, so and he came my to daughter, you first. Yeah, he came to us and said, "I really want this tattoo." He was seventeen, so he was underage. Gotcha. Yeah, it was cool. And then my daughter, for her seventeenth birthday, wanted the outline of a cat on her wrist for her cat that passed away. And we had him since she was a baby. I like those because, you know, the tattoo, man, that that it's a consistent reminder. I love it. It's like a little billboard yeah. reminding you of that love. Yeah. Well, and that's for yeah. me why I got like my brother's handwriting is because I was like this paper, like this letter he gave me, I could lose it. It could get ruined. Yeah. Like photos can yeah. get ruined. Yeah. Like there's nothing that's permanent that I can keep that's safe yeah. enough that, you know, I'll never have to worry about it getting ruined. And so except for that. When I heard that, when I heard your story, I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I have to call because it was just, it's such a cool, cool thing. But all of my family members that do, they all mean something really special. So, Well, I thank you so cool. much for sharing with us this morning. That's uh, yep. that's some inspiration right there. All right. Thanks. All right. Those lines are lit. So we're going to continue to grab those. And thank you for sharing with us these stories. 844-254-9232. It's K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. 62 right now. It's Obi, Melissa. Got some tickets to give you, you know, this whole week we've been blessing you with tickets to see Clay Walker, uh, also Zach Bryan, also Brooks and Dunn, Scotty McCreary, you know, he's going to be on the show tomorrow, Scotty McCreary. Oh, and they just added Megan Maroney to that. She's the one that sings Tennessee Orange and uh, you hear her all over TikTok. Yeah. 
So Yeah, uh, can we talk about something really quick, though? Just because uh, you as the fan, you may not know that this is going on. Us as the people who are in the industry, we're, we're seeing these stories left and right and feeling them, too. Now, for us, we get to give away these tickets for free. So, like, Morgan Wallen, that was a pretty big deal. He's coming in May to give away those tickets. Like, that's a big deal because today, getting tickets is hard. Let's talk about a few months back when Taylor Swift put out her tickets to her tour and that just kind of shut Ticketmaster down Mm -hmm. and everybody kind of went into this uproar. Uh, After that, a few months later, you had Morgan Wallen put out his tickets. Almost impossible to get. Well, Um, now And now there's other companies that aren't Ticketmaster that are trying to do things differently, but you still have to sign up for a lottery to be selected to get tickets. So that's, I guess, the workaround right now is that they're trying to stop scalpers by pre-approving you, essentially, to buy tickets. Yeah, so so crazy because, you know, yesterday we even had the story and we were debating whether we should go on the air with it because it, it just so many details that you're like, okay, they, you know, how, how well can we explain this? But Live Nation right now, you know, with the Senate and, and just so they're trying to crack down on what exactly is happening with tickets that people are either getting overpriced, the system's failing, whatever it is. So now Garth Brooks has joined the circus. Well, and I think there's two separate issues here. One is the scalpers, but one is the reason it was brought to everyone's attention was because the as Ticketmaster is saying when they met in court, it was that the bots there were they were it says they were met with three times the amount of bot traffic than we have ever experienced during the Taylor Swift ticket sale, and that's why the the site crashed and people weren't allowed to get tickets. Okay, can you explain that in layman's terms to somebody who's 45, 50, who's like, what do you mean by bots? So like what, robots, bots, are, robots yes, are buying tickets? Essentially, yeah. So it's <laughs> people who are smart enough to have set up these automatic ticket purchasing robots what BS. that go in at the exact right time to be able to get a certain amount of tickets for each show, and then they turn around and resell them. Right. So they got hit with three times, they're claiming they got hit with three times the amount of bot traffic, which closed the site down. Which then brought up all of the issues with Ticketmaster that now Garth Brooks is is addressing. Yeah, so Garth Brooks wrote a letter, and and the good thing is that we get a little portion of this letter where he's asking for uh, Congress basically to crack down on t- on ticket scalping. So I told Melissa this too. I said, you know, there's a lot of times where we throw concerts, you know, a Luke Combs show or whatever at the Amway, and I I I see people selling tickets. No, rather- they have signs that say need tickets because they're claiming they need tickets. But they really have them? But they really have them. Because okay. it is ele- it is illegal in Florida. It's not illegal everywhere. But in Florida, it is illegal to resell tickets at a higher value than what they cost. All right. Okay. So this is Garth Brooks' letter. You ready for this? He's grown to love and trust the people at Ticketmaster. That's one quote. So I just I just want to put that there. That he This is in favor of Ticketmaster. Okay. So this is Garth. My question is, as a country, why don't we make scalping illegal? The crush of bots during an on sale is a huge reason for program failure, no matter who the ticket selling company is. Anyone uh, who pays for this atrocity uh, really is the customer who has to pay for this. Making scalping is making scalping illegal eliminates the bots, dynamic pricing controversies, and puts less pressure on the system, putting everybody in a level playing field. Well, I, I, I like when he says level playing field because now in today's time you feel like even even just to get a ticket you have to spend an arm and a leg. Well and Garth Brooks has I feel like a system down because when I bought tickets to his show at Camping World Stadium I bought them off StubHub from somebody else and they were more expensive than they would have been if you just bought them but they weren't like astronomical. 
You know what I mean? It was just yeah. somebody who was like, hey, I can't make it and I'm going to try and make a little extra money. And it was, I think, normal tickets for Garth were 85 bucks, and I paid like 130 or something per ticket. Okay. So it, okay. And I was shocked. I think it's just maybe that people, that it just wasn't a bot. You know what I mean? It wasn't somebody trying to scam me. It was just somebody who couldn't go to the show. Okay. So, so Melissa, you're more into this, uh, you know, especially when it comes to purchasing tickets and whatnot. Like I typically, I don't go unless the station gets me tickets for free. <laughs> uh, but, but nevertheless, what would be your advice to somebody who's listening right now who loves their favorite artist forget who it is Blake Shelton who'll be here in March uh, uh, Morgan wh- whoever it is what's your advice to somebody who wants tickets I mean I think that if you try to go about it the normal way which is signing up when they say you have to be a verified fan sign up because I had to do that for Garth and Luke Combs um, I got if you don't if you get waitlisted meaning you cannot buy tickets because somebody else already got your pre-sale code then I mean I I know that Ticketmaster might not be happy with this, but StubHub actually is pretty legit because they hold your money until you get the tickets. And then the person who sold you the tickets doesn't get your money until a week after the event to make sure everything's fine. Wow. So at least you know that there aren't bots out there like screwing you over. Damn the bots. Yes. K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's all access. All right. What you got over there in your corner, Melissa? Let's start off with uh, no matter how much Kelsey Ballerini and Chase Stokes from Outer Banks want to not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They don't want to bring attention, bring attention. But they don't want to confirm anything's going on. Mm. They're not hiding anything either because they had a date night on Tuesday at a bar in Nashville, which is probably one of the last places you'd want to go if you're trying to right, you know, I go mean, under the radar. Real, right? And uh, they're literally just sitting there having a date night, holding hands, and somebody who's taking the picture is literally right next to them. Well, it must be the table right next to them. They're turning around snapping photos. And if you're wondering why we're even talking about this, why this is even dramatic, is because Kelsey Ballerini just uh, divorced her husband, Morgan Evans, another country artist. Uh, he was blindsided by it, and yeah. now we kind of know... Well, not that we know why, but just well, and she's, and she, she's playing uh, the field. How about she, that? She made it clear that she, or he made it clear that she was the one leaving the relationship because she just wasn't happy. So yeah, maybe this is what will make her happy. But they're definitely together, whether it's official or not. They're not hiding the fact that they're going out and holding hands and all that stuff. Well, so yes. Um, also moving on, I uh, want to let you know that if you are a huge Reba fan, I know she was just here. Um, Reba is opening up a restaurant in her, uh, her hometown of... Um, Atoka, Atoka, Oklahoma. Sorry, that's a a mouthful. Oh, damn it. Um, Chances are I'm never going there. No, but she is doing a live stream (laughs) performance to open the place up tonight. So it's kind of cool if you want to watch her on Facebook, do a live stream for her restaurant that's happening at 745. And I guess that's cool because, you know, you do something in your hometown where you grew up and now you kind of leave a legacy where for us, we're like, hey, won't you open up a restaurant in Orlando or Vegas? And that doesn't hit as close to home as a restaurant well, at home. And I think Blake Shelton is like a, a different creature, whereas he's going to open up all these restaurants and actually go to them for the grand opening and be a part of each one, not just the one in his hometown. Whereas not that Reba isn't that type of person. I just feel like her hometown one is special. And if she opened up any others, she probably wouldn't go to do any you know performances. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, again, that's 745 on the Reba Facebook page. Um, so let's talk about Luke Bryan for a second, because he is in the news a lot right now because he has a festival every single year in January in Mexico called Crash My Playa. He's the one that invites artists to this festival. He's there every single year and he's drinking every single year because you're in Mexico. You're at resorts. Why wouldn't you? Um, But Dustin Lynch has been one of the longest standing uh, artists that has played this festival. So when Luke Bryan brought him on stage, clearly after having a few drinks, the introduction a lot of people said was uncalled for. No one has drank more liquor. No one has vomited more. No one has taken more drugs 
No one has taken more IVs. No one has passed. No one has passed more STD tests than this next gentleman, ladies and gentlemen. He has got a clean bill. He does not have diseases. Give it up for Dustin Lee. <laughs> Damn. And so what stinks um, is you know that they're probably very good friends. They're and amazing it was, friends. And even even uh, Luke Bryan, because he did issue an apology, and he said no one has more respect for Dustin than him. And his absurd words were supposed to be taken as sarcasm. And you can hear it. I mean, you know Luke Bryan. You know that the guy is, one, not doesn't have a mean bone in his body. And two, is full of sarcasm and jokes. And if he's really that close with Dustin... Obviously, all of those were jokes, except maybe the drinking more alcohol, because that's what you do at Crash My Playa. Yeah. Well, so, and we're used to him, you know, there was, a, there was a time that him and Blake Shelton used to go back and forth like that, you know? Yeah. And so we kind of, and us in the industry, we kind of know Luke Bryan to be one of those. That Luke Bryan, if I send him down for an interview, if I get 10 minutes with Luke Bryan for an interview, chances are six of those minutes he's going to be goofing around. Yeah. So honestly, he didn't mean anything by it. He did apologize, but there were people who got the video and, Cancel and culture. Said, yeah, that was uncalled for. Nobody deserves an intro like that. So you can see that full video, Kid82-3Orlando.com. And a reminder that tomorrow we're going to have Scotty McCreary on the show, 640 and 840. And he's going to be talking about being on tour with this Brooks and Dunn, like massive superstar show. Also uh, that he's a new dad. So all of that coming up. K-82-3. It's time time for the O-Town Showdown. Powered by Appliance Stockade in Merritt Island. So here we go. I've got Brandon of Castleberry. Brandon, good morning. Good morning. Brendan, are, are we to understand you just had a baby? Like, you're, you're staring at your newborn as we speak? Yep, she came in at 513 this morning. Wow. What? And the first call you make is to us? Oh, I'm so honored. Yeah, I, I, I sent out all the pictures. Hey, uh, uh, quick question, Brandon. Where, where did your wife allow you to be during the delivery? Um, I was in there with her. We ended up having a C-session. Okay. Uh, okay. So there was no below the knees, above the knees. It was <laughs> surgery. No, no, not... Not, not for this one, no. All right. Well, we'll pray that she recovers super fast. And uh, yeah, you'll be representing the fine folks of Castleberry. Now, Ashley of Orlando, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, super excited to have the both of you going up against each other. I've got my beautiful co-host here, Melissa. She's got three questions for you, and the questions are not that hard. Uh, who's the smartest? Who's the quickest with their sound and having the right answer? That's how you win the showdown. So let's get those sounds right now. Ashley, when you think you're right, ladies first. Um, let's do beep. Beep. Super simple. Okay, Brandon, new dad. What's your sound? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Aubrey. Is that the baby's name? That is the baby's name. Boom! I'm like a detective. <laughs> I was like, it better be that or his wife's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I could have been wrong there. All right, let's get ready for the old town showdown. All right, you're playing for two tickets to see Clay Walker at the Cocoa Riverfront Park on February 11th. Question number one: How many letters are in the alphabet? Aubrey. Oh, what you got, Brandon? 26. 26 wow, is correct. Nice. I literally, for my whole life, got 27. Yeah, so. okay. Okay, <laughs> okay so uh, that's one for Castleberry. Orlando looking for one point to stay in the game. Question two. What okay. green food is the base of a salad? Aubrey. Beep, beep, oh, my beep, gosh. Brandon. Lettuce. Lettuce okay, is correct. Would have okay. accepted spinach as well. Man, <laughs> wow. Ashley, we definitely heard your urgency trying to get that in there. He was just super fast. Brandon, that makes you the winner of He's the He's very alert right now. <laughs> I'm trying to be polite, not yell. 
Wow. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> Look at that. You won yourself a date night. You're, you're going to have to find somebody you trust to, to babysit the baby that yeah, early. Yeah, February 11th is uh, like two weeks from now. You think you're going to be ready to go? Uh, it, I I think she'll be able to make it, yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Now, our, now, now listen, uh, Ashley, we'd love to save you so this way we could play with you again in the future. Uh, but for right now, this is okay. everyone's favorite part, this air hug. Come on. Oh. Hey. Oh. That's love right there. Guys, thank you for participating thank in you. another edition of the O-Town Showdown. Thank you. K-92-3. Do the right thing. Ooh, okay. So today's is uh, is interesting. So we traditionally do this, 725, 925. Somebody who's doing the right thing out there, we want to make sure that we give them some love. Also inspire those of us who are listening and watching from the outside. And in this case, we've got a little seven-year-old on our hands. Her name is Mariah, and Mariah Galloway is responsible for saving her great-grandmother's life. Okay, so let's back it up a little bit. They're in West Bloomfield, Michigan, where great-grandma was in charge of taking uh, the kids to school, picking the kids up. So she picked up the kids, and this is where Mariah Galloway came to the rescue as grandma arrives to the house, puts the car in park, and as she gets out of the car, she realizes that the car's really in reverse. Mariah is still in the vehicle. So grandma tries to jump into the vehicle to stop it from rolling, ends up getting her foot and leg rolled over, and um, the audio that I'm going to play for you right now. It's a, it's, it's, it's a little scary, but anyways, this is seven-year-old Mariah running up to the ring doorbell camera and uh, trying to get some help for great-grandma. So she runs back to grandma to help. This is the mom coming out. And then the mom finally is able to kind of help, and they call the ambulance. And But because of the quick thinking, you, you, the video, I want to post this, but the video, you see Mariah just jump into action. She apparently ripped the keys out of the ignition. She was able to, I mean, just quick thinking, running up to that uh, ring camera to do that. So, again, I, I love this story specifically because I have little kids, and I don't know if my kids... You just don't know how they're going to react well, in scenarios like that. And I think little Mariah did the right thing. When I was just about to say, though, somebody taught her that. You know what I mean? Like, she, I mean, I don't think that it's just in, like instinctually in them to know what to do in a situation like that. And even if the parents didn't say, oh, if you're ever in trouble, make sure you fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they either saw something their parents did. You know, they've yeah. been taught the how to react in situations like that. So also doing the right thing to the parents for kind of instilling that in their kid. Yeah, Mariah's mom, Portia Lane, so proud of her. Of course, she ended up making the news uh, for helping grandma. And great-grandma ended up getting uh, some help, and uh, she will need to recover a little bit, but she is okay. So, again, little Mariah. And this reminds me, too. You know, I keep saying little Mariah. I need to stop saying that because Mariah made a big move. So there's nothing little about Mariah there. At seven years old, our kids have the capability to do the same thing. So that right there, doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Brought to you by Del Air Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. K92.3. Two people, one date, zero texts returned. Second date update. Brought to you by attorney Dan Newland. In a wreck, need a check, Google Dan Newland. We're talking to Maggie out of Windermere, and you were telling me that you met Trevor because you guys had first been working on a project together. Yes, so we, we don't work for the same company. My company was kind of contracted by his company, and we had to work on a specific project over the last almost three months. 
And so it was just a ton of Zoom calls. Uh, we didn't have to do anything in person, but we were just working on this extremely serious, very boring project. And so I was I always look forward to our Zoom calls because he had he has just such a great sense of humor. Wow. And so, you know, near the end, because it's done now, we, we've wrapped up. He said, I feel like I really know you, but we've never actually met in person. And, you know, I would love to just grab a coffee with you. And we met up and I felt the chemistry and we just kind of, you know, did a little hug. And so where are we now? No, nothing. <laughs> I... I felt like it could have been something more, so that's, I just, okay. I just want to know. All right, well, Maggie, I appreciate you giving me Trevor's number. Again, uh, we, we don't offer any miracle answer to, to these things, but we'll at least get him on the line and talk to him, okay? Yeah, that'd be great. Hello? Um. Yes, I was hoping to speak to Trevor, please. Yeah, who's this? Trevor, my name is Obi. I work for the legendary station here in town, K92.3. Do the morning show. We have something called the second date update. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. What, what does this have to do with me? All right. So we have a segment where we pair people back together again. You went on a date with a girl named Maggie, and we would love to pay for another date. Uh, is this a joke? You're calling me out of the blue about some date that, that happened two weeks ago? Okay, okay. So the only thing I'm doing, Trevor, is I'm trying to pay for you and Maggie to go on another date. That's the only thing I want to do. Unless, of course, you're not interested. Where'd you get my number, bro? Like, really? Like, why are so, you doing this right now? Okay, okay. So, well, and I can tell that there's a little bit of hesitancy in your voice. So I've already talked to Maggie. She said you guys had a great date. You guys were work partners. And, and now you're not getting back to her. So all I'm trying to do is get you guys on another date, and if you're not interested, then we can squash it all. Did you did you did you enjoy Maggie's company? I did. I did. We met up. It was it was nice. You know, we have been working for a while together over Zoom, and you know, I wanted to meet her in person. You know, it's just it's not meant to be, bro. All right, let's just leave it at that, okay? Trevor, um, oh, hey, it's it's. I know. I'm sorry. It's Maggie. I I'm sorry, and I. Trevor, okay. that, hold on. It's Trevor, Maggie. that that is Maggie on the line, and now we can all talk about this. Wow. I, I'm sorry wow. to put you on the spot. I'm I'm wow. really sorry about that. I just, I really just wanted an answer. I I, I mean, it's fine if you didn't feel a connection, but I guess I I was disappointed, and I just wanted to know if it was something I did, or I guess I just was really hopeful. And you can just be honest with me. You know, the, tell me, did you the, meet somebody else? Or I'm so sorry. I had a I had an amazing time with you. I thought we connected really well, but I'm embarrassed to say you're just quite a bit taller than me. And you know, it's this dumb pride thing that I have. That, you she's know, she's what? Like, she's taller than me, bro. Oh, taller than you? By yeah, how much? Yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly, but I want to say between three and four inches. I mean, I'm about five ten and a half, almost five eleven. But I, I usually just wear flats. I'm fine with that. Even when I dress up, I don't really. Is that really what this is? I'm barely five eight on a good day with, with, with you know, with shoes. How's how's this oh gonna my work gosh, out? I didn't you know, even, like if, if you if I you want to wear heels. I mean, I don't have to wear heels. 
I, I actually didn't. I was really, I was, you couldn't tell I was like transfixed on your eyes. And I was, I didn't notice. I mean, when we said goodbye, we, I still didn't notice. I dated someone in college exactly the same height. And I, I can understand you feeling a little uncomfortable, but I don't feel uncomfortable about it. I oh, hope wow. maybe we can go out and we can just as friends and see if maybe it won't be a big deal for you. So, Tre- so Trevor, what's what's the deal? Because I, I'm only 5'5", five five and I've dated women that are taller than me. And I, I know for me, I think that probably the biggest thing was like being in pictures together. Listen, this is going to sound dumb, but, you know, it's this pride thing where, you know, it's like, yeah, like you said, we take a picture. She looks like she's my mom. And and you guys didn't know this because of Zoom, right? We did, but it's not like you know you can you can tell someone's height on Zoom kind of thing. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So there's no way that I could pay for you guys to go on a second date, Trevor. The height difference. You're five eight. She's five eleven. I mean, I guess to me it would be a deal breaker too. I'm I'm so sorry, Maggie, but I mean I'm I'm a shorty too. So I don't know. I'm really disappointed. I can get I can get through this. I can help you feel more comfortable. But Trevor, I don't know. It's it's call it pride or, or whatever it is it's yeah. dumb but i want to try this again if you'll have me oh okay okay so second day guys oh wow okay i <laughs> I, yeah. was, I was being really sad i mean <laughs> yes let's let's try let's try again. oh awesome and all right i'm glad that we could be open and honest this is you Love know it. this will be a funny story for our kids one day i'm, I'm just kids kidding, but... damn <laughs> second date update did you miss it catch the latest drama on the k 823 app